Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello, everyone. My name is Adam. And I'm Bailey. And welcome to today's episode of AB Cinema, where Bailey and I will cover movie, TV news, rumors, just everything that we love, that we've been watching, that we want to talk about. Uh, trailer Tuesday apparently was yesterday. We got a TV spot for Black Adam, uh, a tree, a, an actual trailer for Hellraiser, and a full trailer for Midnight Club that was teased during the Netflix sizzle reel. Uh, I think you're most familiar with Black Adam, and I gotta say, Bailey, after watching the first, uh, after watching this TV spot, it just looks like a movie where Dwayne the Rock Johnson will act as invincible as he looks in real life. Yeah, and also as invincible as his ego. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. He he seems like he's actually a good guy in real life, but it, he he probably does have an ego too. But I, I'll just leave it at that. He's a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'll say this about Black Adam. The first trailer really was just like a okay, this feels like another cash grab of Dwayne Johnson. The second trailer that was released seemed like it had a little bit more dense of a plot that it was going to tell and something that may be emotional, but it also felt like the trailer for his Hercules movie um that came out where he had the fake wig on and all that. It looked horrible. And it, that's what it felt like to me. This movie is just no hype for me. And I, I just feel like it's going to be just a CGI fest with Dwayne Johnson starring in it. As for the other two, I haven't bothered watching those. And I, I may watch them sometime. But you, yeah, the trailer, right? Those? Not the movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Hellraiser trailer looks pretty okay i am one of those people that tends to shy away from those type of horror movies specifically because something about gore man i just i can't get into it i mean maybe i'm crazy for not liking it but i just can't um but that but the trailer looked pretty intriguing um and then the midnight club my wife i watched it with her and the trailer and she said this doesn't look like his scariest thing and I think it's because it's based on a young adult novel. Um, mm. That's like a horror young adult novel. Is this from the same creator who did uh, Midnight Mass and... Yeah, Midnight Mass, uh, Haunting Hill of House. Hill House, and Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that one looks... It looks fun. I am... I'm... I'm excited to see it, but I think I'm also just usually on board for anything that Mac Flanagan does. Yeah, Midnight Mass, um, Hill House, Doctor Sleep, also a good movie. Um, and unrelated, but my wife and I have been watching the Shudder series, 101 Scariest Movie Moments, and uh, Mike Flanagan cracked the list with, uh, with uh, a scene from Doctor Sleep that is 
probably one of the most difficult scenes I've ever had to watch. But yeah. Is it because of gore or? It's, there's no gore. It's implied, but it's just the most heart wrenching, like gut churning thing. And it's, it's just too much, man. Like it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to watch and you don't see anything, but uh, it's, it's a hard one. Send me the link. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and uh speaking of things you know we talked about the trailers and or releases today i'm hearing it's a more adult darker grittier version of star wars so the reviews have me like super excited for it you know i think this is going to be something that i kind of want to watch in a star wars show and i'm sure by this time you will have already seen it yeah, I probably will have already seen it. Although there are three episodes, and I have to wake up really early tomorrow anyway, so I don't know if I will watch all of it, but we'll see what I can't watch. Um, yeah, it. I saw earlier t- yesterday that the score was at eighty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is the second highest Rotten Tomatoes score of any of the Star Wars shows so far, right behind The Mandalorian and ahead of Obi Wan Kenobi. And that's and that's good thing. That is a good thing. All good things. Yes. Um, as long as it's above, you know that that's a nice balance above uh, Obi Wan and beneath Mandalorian. So that's exciting. Um, you know, speaking of Disney Plus, I've not been keeping up on She Hulk. I've heard tell of it by my wife. What have you thought of the show so far, Bailey? My initial reaction is I feel like this show is more in vain of shows like Friends or Seinfeld, where each episode doesn't really have connective tissue, although there are some storylines that somewhat lead into other storylines. I'm feeling like the main storyline is starting to come out in these last couple of episodes. I don't even know what episode we're on. I think tomorrow, or on, yeah, tomorrow on Thursday, we'll have the sixth episode or seventh. I don't know. I think there's nine episodes total. I, it shows how much I care about this show, just how how much how little I know about this. I I liked it more when Hulk was in it. I'm not liking it so much now. But as each week goes on, it's intriguing me a little bit more. It lost me when Megan Thee Stallion came came in, and then this <laughs> last week it it brought it up a little bit more. And I'm I'm hoping these last couple of of episodes give something satisfactory because if each episode is the way it is where it just feels like like in one of the episodes they teased somebody bigger that hired uh the wrecking crew to get her blood and they never revealed who it was and that was two episodes ago three episodes ago and there's nothing since then and so it feels like there's just a bunch of heavy teases that haven't been revealed and that just may be may be my gripe with it because marvel i'm so used to marvel formula in the movies where they reveal something and then five minutes later we get another reveal or the credit scenes they usually tease something really big and in the next couple movies we see that come to fruition so maybe it's just my expectation um meddling with my with my reaction so i don't know you haven't watched out any of it right no i haven't and which makes it more difficult because i got behind on lord of the rings 
And when I finally sat down to watch it, it was like I was watching the extended edition of the movies because each episode is an hour and change long. So that's ruined my watch schedule. You know, I have it's like I have to really commit to watch it. Just put it on like if it's the background of your computer screen. That's it's easy to look at. Yeah. Have you uh have you been wa- have you been liking it so far? I know you've been updated, so. Yeah, I actually watch it when it comes out on Thursday nights. So I I have been watching it as soon as it's released at 10 p.m. every Thursday cuz I know it's an hour and a half long or each episode is like an hour and 10 minutes each. And so I I know that if I don't watch it in one sitting, then I'm going to be disappointed or I'm I'm going to have a hard time keeping up with it. So I, I make sure to cut out a whole block of hour in my day to watch it. And yeah. And have I've you been, been have you been liking it so far? Yeah, I actually do like it. I think it had a rough start just because it was slow and setting up all the characters because I mean that's how most shows are like this, except I don't know about Game of Thrones and how they did it. I haven't watched that one, but um I feel like this show had a lot on its plate of introducing a massive amount of characters and we still don't know all of the characters i don't think we do at least but i i'm curious to see like elrond's secret plot that he's got going and i i really enjoyed the one elf that was enslaved by the other elf who is the ruler of the orcs oh my gosh i just spoiled that for you didn't i no it's fine i've read about it all Okay. I really haven't. I'm just trying to soften the blow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I've enjoyed the elf that has that has the love interest in the human. And yeah. gotcha. I'm so sorry, Adam. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. This is my fault for uh, talking about movies and not being up to date. So I'll take the blame well, here. Um, yeah, I, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> I, 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 I really enjoy this show. I know that there's a lot of diehards that don't appreciate the changes that they've made to it, but honestly, I don't really care. I think it, it's an intriguing show and has a lot to add to Middle Earth, and I'm curious to see what they're going to bring to the next season. Yeah. Uh, I can't say that I agree because I haven't been up to date, but um, let's just <laughs> jump into the news that we have today. So first off, Sony has announced some delays and also made some announcements. What have they, what's one of the delays that's happening? So the delays are that Sony pushed back the release dates of Craven Hunter and Madam Web and an untitled Spider-Man movie, which is most likely the next Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Or The Amazing Spider-Man 3 if they are actually going to do that, which they easily could. Um, as far as the movies go, I... I am I I don't care. After Morbius, the only one that has me somewhat intrigued is Madam Web, but that's because of rumored plot leaks that have come out and the cast. The cast is great, and so that's the only reason that that's got me somewhat intrigued. Um, other than that, in the Spider-Man movie, I think it was just delayed to coincide with the release of the two Avengers movies. Um, because I, the symbiote suit is really important in the original Secret Wars comic book. And so I imagine that that is going to have heavy ties on on this mo- those movies as well. So 
and we got that tease in No Way Home in the credit scene. And so I imagine that that's the, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movie that's coming. So we'll see. I don't, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Um, you know, I'm curious if this is an actual Spider-Man movie or if this is just another, you know, Craven the Hunter and Madam Web spinoff of a Spider-Verse movie. I mean, do you think it do you think that's a possibility? I think it's a possibility that it could be something completely different. Like who I don't know. Honestly, I here are my thoughts and this is really big theory this is a completely different podcast but i think that the marvel movies are gonna have some heavy ties to secret wars i honestly think that they're gonna and this is probably expectation versus what's actually gonna have versus reality but i think that they're gonna be bringing in big characters from the multiverse meaning like bringing back hugh jackman as wolverine for one movie in secret wars and having him be alongside the avengers and I think that we're going to see Miles Morales come in from Into the Spider-Verse because of the, t- and it's only because of the title of the third Spider-Verse movie with the Beyond the Spider-Verse. And so I think that my expectation for Secret Wars is so massive, and it might be because I'm, I'm reading into titles of things and movies coming out or me just reading the comic book and thinking, man, Marvel has a lot on their plate with this movie. But... Like I said, that's a completely other pod. I I do think that... I don't even know what your question was. But um, (laughs) I do think this is probably more likely the next Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Just because of the way it lines up with Secret Wars. And we're going to get a Spider-Man movie before Secret Wars because of the symbiote suit and how it relates to the storyline. So that's my whole thought process. I was just thinking today, though, that I haven't heard anything from Tom Holland in regards to Spider-Man and just in general, probably. But I'm I mean, I'm hoping the whole Sony Spider-Verse just leaves a sour taste in my mouth. So fingers crossed that except that is an the actual an- Spider-Man movie. The animated Spider-Man? Except for, except for the animated Spider-Man movie. You're right. You're right. Um, but I'm talking about everything outside of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, More and with, You know. Morbius, yeah, we need less of BS because that was awful. Um, But yeah, so good for Sony, I guess, for pushing things back, I suppose. I have no idea. (laughs) But um, they also announced a new movie, am I right? Yeah, the, The Karate Kid. And this is not a reboot of the original movies. It's I don't even know if it's set in the same universe or however they're gonna do it. Maybe they're gonna cross over with Cobra Kai. But this movie is set in 2024, or it's set to release in 2024. The creators of Cobra Kai have come out and said that they have no relation to it. Like, Sony has not said that they are tying into it at all. So who knows what's going to happen with it. I'm very curious. We did report on a, a supposed plot leak about an old man who was taught karate rather than the teenager being taught karate. And so... I'm very curious to see how this is going to come out and what it's going to do. Um, I, I like Cobra Kai. I like what they've done with it. It's such a horribly written show, but it's so cheesy that it's good. And I enjoyed it. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. And I'm excited to see what happens with the next season. I actually just finished the last season yesterday. So I'm 
very happy with that show, and I'm curious to see what comes with this movie. Yeah, and I think probably another pot as well, but that show is just such a classic, like, it's almost like 80s throwback writing and, like, acting, but it's mm-hmm. still just... It's so good in the right in the right ways. So, have you watched it, or have you been watching? I it? have. I haven't watched the last season um, because I felt like at some point it was very soap opera. It still but, is, um, but it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> so I need to get onto that. And it's um, so I love the the wife, Larusso's wife, because mm-hmm. every single episode she's in, she's like, "You guys are grown men. Like, stop doing this. You guys are idiots." And I love that. I love her character because of that, because she's literally the audience being like, you're literally a 60 year old man fighting because of kids in the Los Angeles area. It's, it's ridiculous, but I love this show. Yeah. Maybe and we can review it when you watch it. <laughs> yeah. Just talk about Cobra Kai. Um, moving on. Disney has, also had some release dates, switch-ups, and delays, and one of them is in the vein of the Star Wars universe. What's going on here, Bailey? So the Rogue Squadron movie that had this really awesome sizzle reel with Patty Jenkins um, that came out at the Disney Investors Day in 2021 or 2020. I can't remember, but... She came out and said that she was so passionate about this because her dad was in the Navy and she was excited to essentially make Top Gun in space. And that was her next movie that she was doing. And then all of a sudden, Star Wars, I I think what happened was Wonder Woman 2 had poor reception. And so Kathleen Kennedy was like, you know what? We don't want to work with you anymore because you don't know how to write movies anymore. And so that movie has been completely taken off schedule. And I also think that the Taika Waititi movie is going to be taken off schedule because of his work on the last Thor movie and how well that was received. And so I don't think we're going to see another Star Wars movie in theaters until after Kathleen Kennedy is no longer president of Lucasfilm, which will be in another five years because they just renewed her contract. So good on you, Star Wars. Thank you, Lucasfilm. Sorry. That's another pod. I'm, I think you're right about um, Patty Jenkins. You know, the Wonder Woman 84 was, and that was so tough because I feel like, you know what's weird is that we're talking about this and this is another pod, but I think before Top Gun Maverick, it's hard to remember just how difficult the COVID box office was. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman 84 had all the trappings of being a great sequel but I think it just fell victim, was just another victim of COVID-19. Um, also, and, it wasn't mo- good other at movies- all. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's your opinion. Um, some people might disagree. <laughs> Did you I'm like not, it? I'm not saying I'm one of them. I don't, I don't know Are how you I a Wonder Woman fan? Are you, no, I can't. Do you want them to restore the Snyderverse, Adam? No, Is that what you're saying? Not. Are you revealing no, 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 no. that on the you pod? Are, you are <laughs> saying a lot right now that I did not say. And um, I will just assert my fifth feminine right and then move on. But yeah, I think, and and the other thing is, is that I just think the Star Wars movies had such a downhill and they're being more successful in TV right now that they're thinking, okay, maybe this is the medium we should focus on rather than stretching ourselves 
over these movies, you know? So, I mean, would I love to see another Star Wars movie? Yeah. Would I love to see it made differently? Absolutely, because the sequel trilogy is awful. So, wherever wherever that falls and whenever we get that, I'll be there for it. You know, I feel like they had so much potential with everything that they announced with the... Um, the Game of Thrones guys, Benioff and I think Weiss was their last name. Yeah. And they had they had their own trilogy that they were doing. And then Ryan Johnson had his own trilogy that he was doing. And Patty Jenkins had her Rogue Squadron movie, which sounded like an awesome movie. Like Top Gun in Space. That's phenomenal. It's awesome. It's, it would have been really cool to see that. And then Taika Waititi, he's new blood. He, he does great with comedy for the most part if he balances it well enough. I, I think it has more so to do with screenwriting and adapting that screenplay. But they had so much potential to dip into several different corners of the Star Wars universe, and they haven't done that. And it's really sad. It's like, let's just try to do things that we already know and love. Like, I, as much as I love uh, Rogue One, I think it's a great film. But it's still set in that Skywalker era. Solo is still set with characters within that Skywalker saga. Like, we have not had anything outside of that era. Except for, like, Mandalorian on the TV show side. It's a smaller area, even though it's branched into the Skywalker saga. Like, I'm ready to move on from the Skywalkers and go even further back in the galaxy far, far away. And or even further in the future and see where that leads. So this, this is another pod though, Bailey, this is is a total spinoff on our star Wars rant. And uh, maybe we'll talk about that someday, but (laughs) because I agree, I think small side note, I think a a movie set in the high Republic area would be crazy. It would be awesome. um, Like the, but who knows when and if we'll get that. Uh, and they also have moved a Marvel movie. Am I correct here, Bailey? Yeah. So a couple of months ago, we talked about, well, I don't know if we talked about it. I may have just watched a YouTube video about this. But there's a rumored release date for a Marvel movie on February 16th, 2024. And the rumor is that it's a Deadpool movie. And it makes sense because Deadpool has previously been released on i think it was the last deadpool movie was released in february and was touted as a valentine's day film and so i think that it was they they pushed it back and i think it has to do with writing and timing for scheduling we do know that some of the actors from deadpool 3 are going to be showing up again like ryan reynolds is the actor that plays colossus who's from he's either german or russian and i don't know how to pronounce his name and I'm pretty sure um, Josh Brolin, who plays Cable and Thanos in the MCU, is also going to be returning. And the interesting thing about it is it's set in the MCU. So I'm sure there will be a funny joke from Deadpool about him being purple. But yes, it has been released. The release date has been pushed from February 16, 2024 to September 6, 2024. And I'm so sorry that it took me that long to get to that. But yes, it's moving six months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know they're busy writing 
and they switched the writers back to who wrote uh, Deadpool Deadpool 2. I apologize. Um, But yeah, so I'm excited to see what will happen. I'm excited to see Ryan Reynolds return to Deadpool, you know, because every other role is just Deadpool, but as Ryan Reynolds. Um, But yeah, so that'll be fun. And um, Miss Marvel and Moon Knight are rumored to be getting second seasons. How do you feel about these announcements? The Miss Marvel one excites me because I feel like we're going to get more into the world of mutants, but that's also my expectation versus reality. And I'm excited for that and to see where that goes in relation to bringing the X-Men into the Marvel Universe. Moon Knight? Um, yeah, if, if it's anything like the last half of that season, I feel like it's not going to be fun at all. I, I feel like the character of Moon Knight would have actually been, he would have benefited either from a hardcore, um, exposition on the mental illness that he has versus or or having it go action heavy and being like punisher or daredevil from netflix and i think that it could have gone very either way and it didn't deliver on any of that and so i'm hopeful that season two is a little bit stronger we know that the same director is coming back for this and that he and oscar isaac were recently in egypt looking at locations to shoot and so it yeah, I, I'm sure this is going to get confirmed whenever Marvel feels like announcing it, which will probably be at San Diego Comic-Con in 10 months. But that's our news. That's our news on Marvel. What do you think about these two? I I honestly have nothing more to say because I agree completely with everything that you said. So, hoorah, Bailey. Way to go. Way to get that, way to get that nailed down to a T because I agree with everything that you said. I can't. I can't deviate. So yeah. And that's the end of our podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, our last bit of news is in relation to an Apple TV plus show that everyone knows Ted Lasso. What, what's the news here, Bailey? So at the Emmys that happened last week, there was a speech from Ted or not Ted Lasso, man, um, Jason Sudeikis saying like someday soon you'll, you'll see, Ted Lasso season three, or hopefully soon you'll see season three. And the reason is because there has been a production nightmare for Apple as far as how much it's cost to do this and Warner Brothers because they're co-financing this. And the reason is just because of the political turmoil in the Ukraine and a lot of other things having to switch locations of shooting and transfer all of these actors from one place to another and rumors of Jason Sudeikis coming out and saying that the season was crap and they needed to rewrite half the season. And so there's a lot of rumors about this project just going and crashing and burning at the moment. But um, I'm hopeful that we're going to see it by the end of the year or at the beginning of next year at least. Um, The actors have been very adamant about this being the last season. And I, I kind of get the feeling like if Jason Sudeikis has been the nightmare that has been rumored, that it won't get another season after this. Which, depending on how the next season ends, I feel like that'd be okay. But I love this show. And I I, I may be really sad if it ends. And so 
I don't know. What are your thoughts on this, Adam? Have you read any of this? I have read that they're having production issues, that a lot of things are being pushed back. But one of the things that I also have read is that um, I think originally this was supposed to be a three-season show and that it wasn't supposed to carry on past three. So what happens, I, I don't think when they started it, they anticipated it would become as big as it is. And so I know there might be some drama on the set or just some issues with um, getting this made and finished. But either way, I'll be excited for more Ted Lasso whenever it shows up. And I will be sad if it ends on season three. But at the same time, you know, all good things must come to an end. And why not go out on top than overstay your welcome? So um i'm just hopeful that we get this season at some point what were you gonna say you play fifa right oh yeah i have heard that he might be showing up in fifa yeah there was a screenshot that he posted and it was him and like you could tell it was him from the back but he had his like sweater vest or whatever he wears and his combed over hair and um it had the fifa hashtag on it or something so ted lasso coming to fifa 23 so just wait for it. <laughs> Maybe it'll coincide with the release of season three. But yeah, hopeful. I'm hopeful. I love this show so much. I binged it in like two weeks, and I love this show. I'm excited to see where it goes. I love the cast. All of them are so good. And that was a pretty big cliffhanger to leave us on in season two with, I can't remember his name. And that's totally Nate. fitting because of his character. Um yeah, Nate. Thank you, Adam. But I'm I'm very curious to see where things go with his character and how he reacts and, and how the team reacts to him being the coach of their rival now. So I'm yeah, I'm excited. Anything else to add to that? Um no, I I love Ted Lasso and I love the news and I love movies. So that should do it for our episode today. <laughs> Please remember to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd, AB Cinema, or AB Cinema Pod. Um, our email is abcinema.pod at gmail.com. Send us a message. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you have any theories, anything you're excited for, anything you want us to cover. That way we can talk about it and give you a shout out on the show. Uh, we hope that everyone has had a wonderful time listening, and we hope you all have a wonderful day. And as always, keep watching movies. <laughs>